Welcome to the Comic Web Superman Old Time Radio Podcast, where each week we bring you an exciting radio episode from the early years of the Man of Steel. The Comic Web sells old time radio programs and comic books. Check us out at comicweb.com. The Comic Web also offers two other podcasts. One is a variety of old time radio programs, and the other is a video podcast of the old movie cliffhanger serials. You can find them on our website or just type Comic Web into iTunes and they should pop up. Now just sit back, relax, and enjoy this episode of Superman. Thank you. Presenting the transcription feature, Superman! Look! Up in the sky! It's a bird! It's a plane! It's Superman! Yes, it's Superman! Strange visitor from the planet Krypton, who came to Earth with powers and abilities far beyond those of mortal men. Superman, who can leap tall buildings at a single bound, brace a speeding bullet to its target, then steal in his bare hands, and who, disguised as Clark Kent, mild-mannered reporter for a great metropolitan newspaper, fights a never-ending battle for truth and justice. But before we join Superman, listen. And now to our story. After unsuccessfully setting a trap for the unknown man who is trying so desperately to get control of the Bar O Dude Ranch, Clark Kent and Lois Lane were caught inside an abandoned mine by a sudden cave-in. Fortunately, Kent, as Superman, was able to roll aside a boulder and clear the way to safety. Outside, Kent discovered that whoever was responsible for the cave-in had used a horse to pull the beam down. When Clark and Lois returned to the ranch house, Blaine, manager of the Bar O, introduced them to Alfredo, a gaucho employed on the ranch, a hot-headed Latin who has had several arguments with Steve Graham, owner of the Bar O. While Kent conversed with Blaine and the gaucho, Lois carefully examined the fancy saddle on Alfredo's horse. And suddenly, her eyes lit up. Calling Kent over, she pointed to the pommel. Pretend to admire it, Clark. Just look at the workmanship. Look at the pommel. Say, you're right. Rope marks. Like those on the beam at the mine. They were made recently, too. Lois, this may be the break we've been waiting for. Finished admiring Alfredo's saddle yet, Kent? Uh, well, yes, yes. But uh, would you and Alfredo mind stepping over this way for a moment? Sure thing. Come on, Alfredo. Please, thank you. So, Senor Kent, you are interested very much in my beautiful saddle. Yes, Alfredo, I am interested. Very interesting. A saddle like that, senor, it takes very long time to make. Oh, it isn't the workmanship of the saddle that interests me, Alfredo. But this. Oh, the way the silver is inlaid into the leather. No, I mean these marks on the pummel. See, he's bad fortune. Even the very best leather, sometimes he gets scratched. Not without good cause, Alfredo. You tied one end of a rope firmly around the pummel of your saddle right here. So? The other end you fastened to a large timber beam. Beam, senor. Then you spurred your horse into a gallop and pulled the beam crashing to the ground. And started the cave-in that sealed us in the abandoned mine. Now, now, wait a minute, Miss Lane. What is this? Rope, beams, mine. I do not understand. Alfredo, someone just attempted to kill us by imprisoning us in the old mine. That someone... No, no, this cannot be. You are accusing me. Me, Alfredo. No, I'm not accusing you, Alfredo. But I do think You that... think, senor, that I have tried this thing? That I tried to kill... Senor, that is very big insult. Take it easy, Alfredo. I am a gaucho, senor. We gauchos are men of honor. I do not like for anyone to speak to me like this. Oh. I do not like it, senor Kent. I was merely speculating, Alfredo. Maybe you didn't use your rope and horse to pull that beam out. But if you didn't, 
How do you explain these marks on your saddle? I think you come to borrow to make trouble, senor. You haven't answered my question. I don't know how to explain anything to you, senor. Easy, Alfredo, easy. I'm sure Mr. Kent doesn't mean to accuse you of any wrong. He, He just wants some information. He does not have to make so many questions. Questions, questions, like he's policeman or something. Like if I am thief. I do not know anything about mine and pulling over timber. And what are you so afraid of? Why don't you tell us what you tied the other end of the rope to? Yes, Alfredo. What's the answer? Come on, Alfredo. Mr. Kent is trying to help all of us. Very well. I am gotcha, correct? See. Si. All right. So I find big steel. Steel is wedged in between two big trees. So, quick. I tie a rope around his horns, other end to saddle, pull him out with horse. Well, that seems logical, Kent. Things like that are always happening around the ranch. Possibly. Still, I'd like to see some proof. Tell me, what time did you rescue this I'm not going to stay here, waste time, answer very silly questions. Come, Blanco. We go for a ride. Come back, Alfredo. I'd stay and answer the questions if I were you, Alfredo. An innocent man doesn't run away. Senor Kent, you have insulted me. I try very hard not to get angry. Okay. I do nothing now. But I warn you, Senor Kent. Next time you will be sorry if you talk this way to me. Adios, Senor. Adios, Senor. Hawk, I don't like that fellow. I don't believe his story. Well, you can't tell, Lois. He may be telling the truth. That yarn about the steer does sound plausible. Clark, you heard how he threatened you. Oh, Alfredo's hot-tempered, Miss Lane. I'm sure he didn't mean any harm. Maybe not. But our gaucho friend who doesn't like to answer questions can certainly stand watching. Well, I suppose in a case like this, you can't overlook anyone. Or anything. Mr. Plain, you come over here a minute. Be right over, Shorty. Excuse me a moment, won't you? I've got to get back on the job. I'll see you folks later. All okay. Right, Mr. Well, Lois, we're not getting anywhere on this case. Mm-hmm. If only we had some real clues. No, we have clues, Lois. We're still going around in circles. So far, the clues don't lead anywhere. Oh, now, don't tell me the great reporter is getting discouraged. No. I'm more determined than ever to solve this mystery. I'm with you. Suppose we try to get our bearings. What's your idea? Ideas are my idea. I don't get it. Well, I mean, let's sit down and talk it all over. Maybe we can get a bright idea or two. That's well, that's well. Suppose we sit over there on the porch, huh? Mm-hmm. Say, by the way, where's Jimmy? Mm, I don't know. Around the corral, probably. Maybe Blaine knows. Mr. Blaine! Yeah? What is it? Have you seen Jimmy? No, but I'll send one of my men to find out where he is. Okay, thanks a lot. Yeah, here. Sit down on one of these porch chairs. Thanks. Well, Clark, where do we go from here? Well, first, let's see what we know so far about the mystery of the Bar O. A peaceful dude ranch is suddenly plagued by a series of strange accidents. Mm-hmm. Strangest, of all, strangest of all, those caused by a ghost car. Or what appears to be a ghost car. Oh, it sure looked real to me when it forced us off the road. Oh, I know. Anyway, the owner of the ranch gets persistent office from a real estate agent. Mm-hmm. But the agent doesn't know who the would-be buyer of the borrow is. <laughs> so far, not so good. Yeah. Call our mystery man, Mr. Z. Okay. So we deduce that this person, Mr. Z, has some powerful reason for wanting to get hold of the borrow. Very good, Dr. Watson. Proceed. Elementary, my dear Mr. Kent. <laughs> so we figure that 
It's the mysterious Mr. Z who has caused all the accidents around here. Go on. Which brings us to the big question. Why? Why is Mr. Z so anxious to buy the ranch from Graham? And why did he try to bury us in that mine? Oh, wait, hold on, Lois. You got something there, the old mine. I did not think of this before. Here. Look. Oh, I don't see what a few pieces of gray rock have to do with it. I picked them up in the abandoned mine. Well? Suppose this rock contains some valuable substance. That would explain why this man behind the accidents goes to such lengths to try and get the ranch. Oh, Clark, how can a few pieces of rock give you ideas like that? Really, you shouldn't be a reporter. You ought to write fiction. Well, go ahead and joke. I'm going to send the sample off on the first train to Metropolis. I'll have a mineralogist in the city examine it and wire me exactly what it is. Oh, don't be foolish, Clark. You're just wasting valuable time. Now, look, Lois, we've got to find a motive for Mr. Z. If we can discover what he's after, well, we'll certainly be in a better position to know who he is. Okay. Oh, hello, Blaine. Did you find out about Jimmy? Oh, no need to worry, Kent. One of my men just saw him out on the range riding with Alfredo. No need to worry. When he's riding with that man? Oh, the boy will be all right. Alfredo is a nice chap. Oh, I don't trust him, Mr. Blaine. Clark, you better ride after them and bring Jimmy back. Oh, we can't keep Jimmy tied to an apron string, Lois. I'm not going chasing after him like he was an infant. Nothing to worry about. But, Clark, I, I think don't... your nerves are still on edge from the mine accident. Suppose you go upstairs and get a little rest. I'd rather wait here until Jimmy returns. Mm, a nap will do you good, Lois. Oh, very well, if you insist. But I can't help worrying about the boy. Well, if you're that worried, Miss Lane, I'll have Shorty go out on the range and tell the boy to come on back. Yes, will you please do that? Thanks, Lane. Go ahead, Lois. Lie down for an hour. All right. I'll see you all later. I'll be back from town in an hour. Going into town, Mr. Kent? Yes, I have a little errand to do in the village. I'll drive then, I guess. Say, you won't forget to send your man after Jimmy, will you? Oh, I'll take care of it right now. Oh, Shorty. Yeah? Get out on the range and see if you can find Jimmy in the gaucho. Tell him to come back right away. Okay. Thanks, Blaine. See you Bye. around. Gosh, Alfredo, let me see you do that with the whip again. You like it, eh, Jimmy? Okay, this time why do even better. You see a little twig on tree over there? Wow, that's over 15 feet away. For me, it's very easy. I just take the whip and... Why, you snapped the twig clear off. Boy, I sure wouldn't like to get you sore at me. You're right. He's not very wise to get Alfredo angry. Say, this has been a lot of fun, Alfredo, but... I better start back for the ranch now. It'll be getting dark soon. Oh, no, Jimmy. You'll have plenty of time to ride. Yes, plenty of time. Oh, I'm awful hungry. Oh, I fixed that quick. I'll make you a good supper. Oh, where will you get food? Oh, I think of everything, Jimmy. See, there near hill. Gosh, it's a cabin. I didn't know about that. Oh, it's very old cabin. No one comes there anymore except me. I keep little food there for when I ride out here. I'd like to see your cabin, Alfredo, but honest, I gotta get back. You have much better time here, Jimmy. Your friends are busy. They will not miss you. Oh, I don't know. Come, Jimmy. We go to the cabin. Have fine meal. No, I better get back. Mr. Kent and Miss Lane will be worried about me. Ah, Jimmy. Nobody worry when they know you are with Alfredo. Besides, you are hungry, no? Yes, but Alfredo, I... Then it is settled. 
We stop at Cabin and I give you fine supper. Okay, Alfredo. You win, I guess. That is good. Very good. Let's go. Is Alfredo leading Jimmy into a trap? He seems mighty anxious to keep him from returning to the ranch. What is behind the gaucho's sudden desire to have Jimmy visit the cabin? Can it be that Alfredo is the man behind the accidents of the borrow, the man responsible for the cave-in at the mine, and for the ghost car? Don't miss the next exciting episode. Tune in and follow the story with Superman. Don't forget, tune in again for the next thrilling episode with Superman. Look, up in the sky. It's a bird. It's a plane. It's Superman. Superman is a copyrighted feature appearing in Action Comics magazine.